Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Give me a word, give me a sign. Show me where to look, tell me what will I find. What will I find? Yeah. Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos podcast. I am your host, Eric Helberg. And you know we're like Einstein over here. We have no special talents. We're just passionately curious Passionately curious about all things pertaining to men. How in the hell did we get here? And where is it that we want to go? Guys, those gerbils in my head are running around the wheel right now as I'm giving you my intro. So much to say, so much involved. Thank God these synapses are somehow firing. Maybe they're coffee and nicotine aided. Can you relate? But... You know, we did a show a day or two ago called Are You Enough? And I did one right before that called How to Be Accountable. And these are all juxtaposed upon one another. Because what we're leading up to are some of the crucial elements of manhood. And ultimately... No one's coming to bail you out in this life other than yourself. The Lord will work through you. The Lord can influence your surroundings. He can control those. But he will work through you through your own course of action. That vaunted thing we call free will, i.e. freedom. And really, as men, isn't that what we all want? Now, obviously, we construct a life. And we have to work within the parameters of that life. And the greater society and or societies around us. But remember at the founding of our nation and then in the Declaration of Independence, they wrote in there, life, liberty, and the pursuit of of happiness. Well, our founders were deists, and we know from our last episode on Are You Enough that Christ did not come back to give you happiness. He came to give you peace. But in order to pursue any of those and or to achieve them, It requires you to make a fucking decision, men, and or decisions. And I would venture to tell you that that right there entails what a great deal of the construct of free will and self-direction is composed of. Your decision-making capabilities. And if you are not performing in that capacity, I know it sounds so simple. 
But how many of you men are not making decisions? Decisions in and for your day-to-day life. Decisions of consequence about your future. Hell, decisions right here and now. Have any of you ever found yourself either not feeling capable to do so and or hindered in doing so? Now, that block, that cinder block wall could be a hindrance of your own accord. It could also be a direct result of your external environment. But I'm going to tell you this right now. If you are not making decisions as a man, then you do not feel like a man. We can red pill it. We can talk about men's movement. We can talk about all these things. But that is one of our gifts. To make decisions. To be decisive. And to move forward from there. And if you really think about it, Deciding, making up your mind, and or going in a direction is not that complicated. It doesn't have to be called impulsive, but it can almost be instantaneous. How many of the decisions that we make in life take a scientific and or concentrated calculation? Really not many. Hell, I was in a career where I made split-second decisions all the time. And thank God, for the most part, they were right. But if they were not, I tacked, right? You could immediately tell that there was no wind on the sails, and you're dead in the water. And you can't stay there. So you make a decision. You move until you catch wind, and then you begin anew. So you're constantly tacking to catch the wind and adjusting and moving. And I would tell you that doing so and making a mistake and adapting from that mistake is so much more beneficial for your mental well-being, your psyche, than simply remaining in paralysis and not making one at all. It is better to be wrong than it is to sit still as a man. And we know this, men. We feel it right down in our gut. A woman may call it her worldly intuition, but a profound man is going to feel it in his spirit. It's almost primal. And if you find yourself in lack of decision-making capability and or the ability to actually do them, much like the last episode, that will greatly enhance the negative consequences of feeling forgotten, isolated, And not enough. It is one of your greatest God-given gifts, men, that oftentimes you don't hear preachers talking about. Maybe they should. 
So since we began with Collective Soul and I was singing part of a stanza, why don't we just go, go ahead and say, Whoa! Heaven, let your light shine down. Whoa! Heaven, let your light shine down. There it is, man. It's a gift from the good Lord above. So let's go ahead and beam out our influence. And we'll adjust the shadows and the direction of the light from there. What got me started on this episode was really my daughter coming home yesterday and saying that one of her friends, and they typically pal around in a tight group, that has just been giving the group, they're all in agreement, much calls for consternation. She doesn't really share the same values. She acts a bit different. She's a little bit more brazen in speech. This other girl, really, really loud, makes them uncomfortable, is kind of clingy and naggy, and ultimately just a drain on the group at large. So they knew this. They noticed it at the very beginning. But for the sake of congeniality, they stretched it out. But they stretched it out too long, much to their chagrin. And what ended up happening? They limited their opportunities. Um, They were more disenfranchised. They had to make all these accommodations. And they generally had to pick up their own emotional state because... This is like uh, you set up the blanket, you're ready to have a picnic with your wife, your girlfriend, the kids, the sun's out. But when this girl would arrive on the scene, it's like out of nowhere the clouds came across, the sky darkened, and it starts raining. Have you ever met someone like that? What I'm going to tell you is, is that they knew, and you know. And how do you know? Well, let's back up about two minutes in this episode. You know because the Lord has given you wisdom. You have experience in this life. And everything that you do can be predicated on that. We call these things the proverbial red flags. I hate that term because once it gets into the common lexicon and everyone's using it, I don't like it anymore. I mean, I don't know about you guys. We all have similarities. No one's better. No one's worse. We're all fallible. We all have strengths. We all can be extremely weak. It's part of the human condition, and we're just men palling around here. But I don't like to have. I don't like to do. I don't like to be the same way as other men. In fact, it drives me crazy. kind of reminds me back when Invicta watches got real, well, before they got real big. They were touting them on like some of these late night home shopping network, QVC kind of things. And I'd be on the road, would have just settled into my hotel. 
and I saw them a couple of times, and I'm like, damn, that's cool. I'm going to order them. They're unique. They're different. And what I liked about them, they just seemed kind of hearty, and they were big, right? They made a statement. And uh, since my ego was bigger because my insides were truly smaller then, and I was still running and gunning and trying to prove something, I started buying them. I wanted to show them off, man. I made a decision, right? I made a decision to make a statement to look good. And, um, hell, I made a lot of decisions back then. Decided to pimp my own ride and go out to uh, Balboa Island there off Costa Mesa in California and get a tricked-out Range Rover that I had built. I'm talking everything to the nines, man, because I needed to show off. But therein, I was making decisions, right? I was using my own autonomy. Ultimately, I think I paid and made my regress for making foolish decisions, but nonetheless, they were made. And we've adjusted from there. Case in point of what I was speaking about earlier. But decisions have to be made. How many times have you been stuck in situations that if you made a decision initially and everyone adjusted for there, there would be so much less pain now and or your outlook and future would be so much clearer had you simply just tapped into your innate ability coupled with your life's experience that said, no, I'm not going in there. This doesn't feel right. This doesn't look right. This person isn't right. But you persisted along with it anyway. Make decisions now, men, so you do not have to pay Later, you guys already have an accumulation of tools in your box where you can be sure that you are qualified to do so. And I'll tell you how profound that actually is. I was communicating yesterday, and this ties in with when my daughter came home and we got to talking what I just told you about. And what DG Operator and I were communicating about was the different theaters in the war on terror, one being Iraq, one being Afghanistan. And since he was part of Dev Group, which is SEAL Team 6, they were actually given the territory of Afghanistan. Now, if you look at their army counterpart, Counterparts, right? CAG, Delta Force, whatever you want to um, call them as, they were given Iraq. But other than simple, I don't know, maybe some subtleties and tactics, but primarily unit culture, those two groups were right there on par with one another and could have, I would have thought, performed in Iraq pretty much the same right? More urban environment. But what I was getting at with DG was how did you operate? I mean, 
conduct the same exact mission in Afghanistan when you have the topography, you have these mountains, you have the weather. Now, I mean, once time on target, the target could be very similar, but the process of getting there so that you can execute had to be so much different. And then at the same time, Iraq had its own unique, um, I would say, obstacles in that in order to get to that target, it was an urban setting that you had to incrementally get to and through in order to get there. But I just thought that Afghanistan was more arduous. And you know what he told me? He just simply said, that's why before you can ever screen, try out for green team, meaning SEAL Team 6, you have to have time on teams. There is a certain amount of time that you have to have in the conventional SEAL teams before you ever get a chance to screen for green team. Meaning, by the time that you get there to try and make it, you have a culmination of experience. And then these experienced men take the notch up further, go into this group, so when they are assigned a mission, they have that full breath and complement of each other's experience where they can instantaneously adjust and come up with the tactics and tools necessary to complete that mission. That's what I am saying. You have this in yourself. And we know that many decisions and especially life and death decisions, are made instantaneously. You're not going to go sit down, ponder them, figure what the f am I going to do now. You just react because your life depends on it. And I'll tell you that you can do the same thing with most things that require consideration in life. It doesn't take long. Just simply start doing it. Start doing it, and it will become easier and easier and easier. And as this becomes your norm, you will see that people will be coming to you for the answers. And you don't always have to have them. Come up with a quick plan and move forward. You don't think in the workplace that employers wouldn't like a self-sufficient individual that they don't have to make decisions for? You don't think in the family structure that a spouse or kids wouldn't like to simply be able to come to the father? After all, isn't that what we're called to do? Especially if we don't know, we have a breath of experience, we have an idea in the flesh of where this could possibly go, we seek guidance from above and then we act. course they would. Become the go-to guy. And there are some people on here saying, well, I do. Well, I'm going to tell you that a lot of men don't. I've been one of them. And if you do not, and you have not, let's take that back for ourselves. I mean, what is your resistance that is keeping you from doing so? If there's some unsuredness within yourself, you work on that. 
If it is within the family structure and you're worried about the fallout and or you may make a mistake, I mean, last episode on Are You Enough, we went to the book of Genesis, right? We quoted chapters 39 through 41. What I think is pretty instrumental there is that Eve was created for Adam. God didn't create Adam for Eve. This is what we are supposed to do, men. Stop worrying about it. Start doing it. You will become better at it. And then you will be sought out for that newfound ability. But by God, make a decision. So until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you bon voyage, my burgeoning flock.